Do you like get random people just giving you their personal food news now? No, I don't. You don't? No one's just like wants to tell you what things they're eating and drinking? But I would love that. Okay, well, we can make that happen. You can send us your personal food news, people. Send it to listener. What's the email, Mike? Listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. I literally cannot remember. How can you not remember? It's the simplest thing. If you're listening to this podcast, it's the easiest thing to remember. Listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. You can be part of the show. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Jacoby, we're back in studio. So much to do today. I'm so happy to see you. We've got new segments. Producer Mike cooked, cooked for us. Cooked our cultish broccoli teaser. I'm so excited. Cult broccoli. I, I can't wait to taste broccoli that then puts me in a cult. What would the cult be celebrating for this broccoli? Just keep that in mind. We'll return to it when we get to the taste test. But first, we've got some food news to go over. International scandal. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. Are you ready? 30 minutes. This one's genuinely upsetting and also baffling. This is from The Guardian. An American tourist was fined for eating ice creams on steps of Rome Fountain. Mm-hmm. When I opened this article, I was like... You assume... I was like, oh, I've been to the Trevi Fountain. The fountain I was in like, Rome. I was like, you can't eat there? I thought, I didn't know that. I've been. Well, it turns out he wasn't at the Trevi Fountain. He was at a fountain. It's called Fontana de... Katukumeni. It is not a remarkable fountain no. when you look at the picture. It is just a fountain. You, you, you described it perfectly when you said a fountain. No one's really cared for this fountain in quite some time. It looks pretty dilapidated. I mean, it looks like it's like an old fountain. It's just a fountain. Which is like, honestly, what you want in Rome. You're like, oh my God, people were here in the ancient Roman times. I hope this fountain was there. It wasn't, but it looks like it could have been, maybe. Mm-hmm. And this guy was found in the early hours. So like, what does that mean Post to you? Post midnight, one, one, two in the morning. I was thinking 2.30, yeah. something like that, with ice cream and... A beer. A beer. However, the beer, I understand, the ice cream, it's, the ice cream places, are. I'm assuming, are not open at two in the morning. Well, I, here's my counterpoint to that. When I was 18 and I went to Europe, I was like, awesome, I can party and drink. I'm, I'm 18. So I feel like places like Rome do have some, like, tourist trap ice cream places that are open late. Okay. So either he brought this from home, which doesn't seem likely, or he found a tourist trap ice cream place. Also, staying out past midnight when you're 55, boss move. Did we even say he was 55? I just did. You did. He was 55. I, this 55. He gives me hope for my future. Here's the part about this when you read the context is he's an asshole, I can tell. <laughs> what about the 
this article says asshole to you. Because they're like, they asked him to move and he wouldn't. I'm sure that they didn't just like walk up to him and give him a ticket for like $500 for eating ice cream on a fountain. I'm sure he was just like, I have every right to eat this ice cream. I'm sure he was a jerk about it. That's really what happened. <laughs> Probably. Although I have to say this law sounds like it was a jerk. So what happened was in 2017, the mayor at the time, her name was Virginia, Virginia. Raggi. She tried to, quote, restore decorum to the Italian capital, close quote. That's I'm sure like, she doesn't pronounce it Virginia Raggi, but like, whatever. Let's just move past that. What do you think it is? I, I have no idea. I I'm not going to try. I don't know how to do an Italian I, accent. I can't do it Italian at all. Let's just move on. Miss Raggi did what now? Doing the best I can here. Um, <laughs> she instated some rules which were first drafted back in 1946. So I assume it means it didn't go through in 46, then she revived it in 2017. And the rules included a ban on wheeled suitcases and buggies, aka sh- like strollers, strollers yep. being dragged down historic staircases. That's fair. They've got all the history there. Walking around bare-chested, swimming in fountains, and pub crawls. How do you ban pub crawls? How do you... I don't know. I just... I don't know. Also, walking around bare-chested, I don't think that's fair. Definitely not fair. Like, my body, my choice. I mean, I guess, like, public nudity, but whatever. But I don't know. For, like, men, they can take their shirts yeah, off. Yeah, if I'm going on a jog and I want to get the nips out, so, no big deal. I'm going to say a lot of people are part of this free the nipple movement. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Also, the swimming on, in fountains. Virginia Raggy. I kind of get the swimming in fountains because I think they didn't want anyone to go into the Trevi fountains. But why does it have to be all fountains? But this particular fountain is unremarkable. And if you want to take a dip in there, go ahead. It's really bizarre. Also, I didn't know this. People have been banned from sitting on the Spanish steps since 2018. I mean, I'm not walking up the Spanish steps. There's a lot of them. There's nothing not that exciting at the top. So if I'm not sitting on them, what's the point? I don't I I like Rome, but I'm gonna have to revise that opinion with these rules. I have a theory that this guy mouthed off to the police. Mm. But the beer and the gelato combo, the flavor profile that that creates doesn't doesn't complement each other. Well, have you ever had like an adult milkshake that is beer and ice cream together? No. I have. I also have one with like a wine spritzer. It can be good if it's done properly. I've had like a brandy mint, like a bourbon mint chocolate chip milkshake that was oof, top notch. That sounds good. I mean, I do think that like beer and like creaminess doesn't necessarily seem like it should go no. together, but it, it can be done. I like a boozy milkshake once in a while. It's basically the most decadent thing I can like think of other than eating an entire cake in one sitting. Like it's just so many carbs. It's a lot. <laughs> I just like the idea that this man who's in his 50s alone in Rome. It's just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drink all night, get some ice cream, sit down right here. I could see myself doing that, honestly. I like it a lot. I, I don't think I would have been alone all night, but I would have like hit a tipping point where I'm just like, I'm done here. I want to have ice cream and have a beer by myself. I would do it, but I would probably fall asleep. Same. I, yeah. get, I get really tired. <laughs> I die, die. So yeah, tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We've got some heist news. Somewhat related. <laughs> Somewhat related, sure. This is from the general Italian notions. Yes, a cannoli mobile in Kansas City, Missouri. Jaspers. Jaspers has been stolen for the second time. Mike, let's play some audio. It's just the idea they stole it during National Cannoli Month. That's what bothers me the most. That's what bothers him the most. So National Cannoli Month is not a thing. This gentleman, the purveyor of Jaspers, just completely self-declared it 16 years ago. His name is Jasper. In case oh, it is? In case you're wondering. Oh, okay. Jasper. Not, Italian, not traditional Italian name. Jasmine Mir- Mirabelle. I don't know. This is too him. much Italian for me this week. What's going on? <laughs> this is for theme. Theme week. Embrace it. But oh, have, the Feats of San Gennaro is starting. This it, is yes, great. Yes, we did this intentionally. They, they have video of the of the heist. Mm-hmm. And you, the car pulls up away from the camera so you can't see the people. I think this is premeditated. It's the second time the cannoli mobile has been stolen in Ivan Theory. 
Okay. Competing Italian place in in Kansas City. I thought you were going to say this is for publicity because no. inside job you're going with. Yeah, inside job because. Oh, Jasper was broken up about it. No, it was during he wasn't. National Cannoli Month. Jasper is like, oh, it's just a van. It's really sentimental. It's not like actually a big problem. It's just a van. Excuse me, sir. A van is like. $25,000? It's the second time it happened? So you're just like, cool, 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 cool. Two vans, NBD, it's only about nostalgia. I, I gotta say, I think you're a little bit more upset over two car thefts. Also, like, how do you get insurance on your next one? And legally, you have to have insurance. If I was the detective on this case, I would be checking out competitive Italian restaurants in the area. That's the first place I would look. Wow. And true one detective? Th- one cannoli? Thing- yes. <laughs> I think that's true detective season four, actually. The <laughs> next thing that I loved about this piece was Peyton, the field reporter, did one of her stand-ups from the surveillance camera. I liked it, too. Which I thought was really good production value from Peyton. We she's, really she's got a, felt she's got like a we were real, there. She's got a real career ahead of her. He also mentioned in the video, which you should check out on KMBC.com, that he does 30 cannolis in 30 days. Yep. Don't find that that impressive. I only need one cannoli. Also, a cannoli is just like cream sprayed into a shell. So like, yeah, make cream colored creams, I guess. But also the the cannoli cocktail that he mentioned I found interesting. Eh, This is like another like creamy cocktail situation. I'm not like interested in a white Russian. In general, I'm not looking for dairy with my alcohol. Really? I like a white Russian. You uh, you do? Yeah. Um, you know our colleague Sal? Yeah, of course. Doesn't drink that much. When he does drink, exclusively white Russians. He's making it count. <laughs> yeah. Really wants the good stuff. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Well, I hope they get this van back, but I just have to say that Jasper either is incredibly rich that he doesn't have to worry about not having a van, two vans, or it's an inside job. That's my take. it's an take. inside job to get people like us to publicize Jasper's in Kansas City. It was stolen. When I think Kansas City, I'm not thinking cannolis. It was stolen in broad daylight, A. Uh-huh. B, they the, they also did like a close-up of shattered glass on the ground that to me looked like weird like drug crystals. But it was such a close-up, it could have been stock footage. I'm like, did a window even break? I didn't see any like broken windows. Oh, yeah. How do you get interiors of the car with the broken glass unless it's an inside job? I think it is. I think it's competitive Italian eatery. I hope we find out. I have a feeling we may not, but we, we uh, dare to dream. All right. Next story. Jacoby, last week after we spoke, the Queen of England died. Queen Elizabeth II. Are you mourning her loss? No. Okay. Well, many people are, including our producer, Mike. Um, and some people in England are mourning by leaving marmalade sandwiches out for her because she had a close relationship with the queen, with Paddington Bear, excuse me. And as we all know, Paddington Bear loves marmalade sandwiches. And as people that follow me on social know that I believe Paddington 2 is one of the greatest artistic <laughs> achievements of our species. Paddington 2, if, if you don't have kids, go Get Paddington 2 and watch it. You will enjoy it. It is visually stimulating. Hugh Grant, great performance from him. And Paddington is an extremely lovable little bear. <laughs> it is a good Hugh Grant performance. And this is a reference to uh, at the Jubilee. They were they did like a, a clip together. Do you think this like makes Paddington one of the most famous British people or British He's creatures? He's Peruvian. He's Peruvian. He is? Yes. How did you know that? Because I know everything about Paddington. Oh my God. I'm Paddington gang. Did you read the books? Did you like when yeah. with your kids? Yes. Oh, I just thought it was like a movie thing. He's Peruvian. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yes, he was adopted by the Browns. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Didn't know that. Um, all right. Next. 
Well, one more thing about these sandwiches. Okay. So they want people to stop leaving the sandwiches because it's like disrupting the wildlife. Yeah. So what? <laughs> you got coyotes eating marmalade sandwiches now? That's a problem. Well, maybe maybe they're worried about like attacks on people. Okay. I mean, the other 20 thing. Minutes. The other thing is that perhaps the animals are like getting sick. Maybe they're not supposed to be eating this kind of food. I mean, like it's amazing. What animals are we talking about? I don't know. I Squirrels. Bunny rabbits? I haven't been to the Royal Parks. I don't know. Well, you can buy a pup there, as you've learned on a previous episode. That's true. <laughs> of food news. That's true. But I, maybe the, either the animals are getting sick. Hold on. Yes? Why doesn't Jasper buy the pup <laughs> and open a cannoli spot on the Royal Grounds? I feel like they don't want that. They probably want some, like, pie or, like, cake, like a treacle pie or something they make. Well, we look the at the British details of that lease. I don't think they have a lot of bargaining room there. It's I don't true. think there's too many suitors for that spot. <laughs> That's it true. It looks pretty decrepit for a royal pub, if you ask me. I think even worse, because I don't, now that it's, like, King Charles, I'm, like, way less interested. I'm just like, oh, Whoa. it's not with the queen? No, thanks. Food news. Sausage fingers. <laughs> He uh, has a lot of pen issues this week, but that's a different podcast. Do you even know what I'm talking about? No. He has like two viral videos where he's freaking out basically about pens. One in which there's like an inkwell on his desk and he wants it like out of a shot. And he's like, get it out, get it out. And then another from yesterday where he has like a a leaky pen and he's like very upset about it. Okay. (laughs) The, Mike knows what I'm talking about. I read the thing. I read the thing about how demanding he is and all these different things. He's like, he has decisions to put toothpaste on his toothpaste. I'm like, he's the king, man. Like, what's the point? Here's have the, people take care of you. You're the king. Here's the thing. I think he probably sucks. So we just have to live with that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Who? No one's going to live up to, to QE2 after her long reign anyway. So it's fine. Moving on. Jacoby, have you heard of crumbled cookies? No. They're really popular. I think they have them in like many smaller cities, what I would call regional cities, not the giant cities like New York. But they have them like in Dallas and Philly and like they're beloved and they're apparently really good. My bachelor party co-host, Callie Curry, is a huge fan. That's how I know about them. When you first said that, Uh I thought she was hosting your bachelorette party. (laughs) Oh, Party the Did you think I was engaged and I didn't tell you? Personal food is coming later. Who knows? Um, anyway, Callie loves crumble cookies so much so that I once sent them to her. Um, and they're really beloved. Like, they announce their flavors each week. Like, they do, like, drops, oh. like their sneakers or whatever. I like it. Supreme, supreme chocolate yeah, chip. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But then a TikToker was at a crumble cookie in the, or like, location in Dallas and caught a Betty Crocker box in the kitchen. <gasps> well, from the picture, it seemed like more than a Betty Crocker box. Many boxes, It yes. seemed like they were... The, yes. the foundation of crumble cookies was Betty Crocker. Yeah. And so this is a PR nightmare for them. But they've said, I, I sent this to Callie. And of course. She did some research. No, she was like, that's always been the case. Like, it's no big deal. Like, who cares? Um, and I guess that like they just use cake mixes to get some of their flavoring, which like, is that a problem? I don't know. Like, if they're buying it, can't it just be like an ingredient? Couldn't care less. Yeah. Like if it tastes good, All what's I care the difference? about is the end product. I don't care about how you got there. And, like, you can make most of the things that you buy. Like, why does this have to be any different? And, like, do they ever claim they had some original, like, recipe? I don't think so. Cake mix? No. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm fine with it. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. If you start really thinking about, like, how things are made at restaurants that you go to, just stop. Well, if you really think about it, you're like, oh, they use so much butter and oil that I would never bring myself to do at home. And that's why it tastes so good. Exactly. Most of the time. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. All right. I hope to have crumble cookies. I hope they come to New York. That'd be good. 
And they're like, apparently like really warm. I don't know. Callie raves about them. Food news follow-up. Last week, we talked about Honest Tea leaving the market because di- or excuse me, Coca-Cola was divesting, mm-hmm. and focusing on other tea products. Well, the founder, Seth Goldman, he's back. He's bringing, a co- he's bringing back his iced tea mission, and the company is called Just Iced Tea or Justice Tea. That's a couple things. Okay. Number one, I remember last week's podcast. I'm old enough to remember that where I was using the Dream On reference in Aerosmith mm-hmm. and about the encore, and I was so serious and sure that Honest Tea would come back, and that would just come back as just Iced Tea. And before the podcast, I was like, "Yeah, I told you." And then you claimed I couldn't claim this as an "I told you so." It's not an "I told you this so." This is an "I told you so." Honest Tea, the brand is is dead, and like this is not the same as the Choco Taco. Okay, the same guy that started Honest Tea is starting a new tea company based on the principles that Honest Tea was. Yes, they share the same foundation, found founder DNA, but it's not the same company. Just saying. Okay, he sold it to Coca-Cola, made a gang of money, and then just restarted somewhere else with a, a little mix-up on the name. <laughs> it's a better name, I think. Justice Tea. He's he's gonna run just out of puns tea. at something. Remember, Honest <laughs> Tea, Just Ice Tea. I don't I, I don't see I don't see the justice angle here. If you put just I understand ice together. that part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I, sometimes I can't tell if you're making fun of me if you really think I'm an idiot. I think it's, I think the latter is actually preferable, to be honest with you. <laughs> if you really think I'm an idiot, it's better than you just mocking me all the time. Well, maybe I'm the idiot. I don't understand, like, jokes. Justice tea? What's wrong with that? I don't think about justice when I drink iced tea. Do you think about honesty when you yes, drink tea? Yes, I do. Honest tea. It's honest ingredients. I guess, but like, I never believe that. Like, I'm not like, I like the honest company, Jessica Alba's company has been proven Jessica to not Alba be makes honest. so much money from that stuff. I know, but it's like not actually honest. Like, I don't believe any of it. And like, I don't know, what's honesty? Honesty is kind of a, constru- a construct, like... You, live, you know, it's like the live your truth kind of thing. So when, I think this is as good. I actually think it makes more sense if he's like pursuing like a like a mission. He's like his miss, mission is oh, justice. Eat, eat for change is his mission. Eat for change. Yeah. yeah he's going to solve the world through iced tea. But he also said that um, they raised $14.5 million to launch the brand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doesn't that seem like too little? Uh, depends how many people he's going to hire. And I don't know, like, how long does that go? Like, is he doing a new round in six months, in two years? It just seems to me that you need more than $14.5 million to, like, have a global tea company based on justice. Um, I don't know, though. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about the business model of making tea, unfortunately. I'd love to know more. Let's do some research. <laughs> we've got some homework. We sure do. I will report back on that. Next, Little Yachty. He's not someone I've thought about in a while. I feel like I really thought he was, like, going to be huge. And I think he is still big with, like, kids who play video games. No, he's big. He's just young. He's, like, 24 so, himself. I'm old, is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. Is he, like, having hits all the time, though, that people are really into? No. He's not he's not like Z one hundred crossover, like, you know, big deal. But he's Who is that though? Like I don't even know. Like Travis Scott, I guess, is like the only one. Yeah. Um, who else is out there? Like Meg the Stallion. Sure. Has has done that. She's big. And yeah. like, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the right. other I, like I, hip- I derailed yeah, Who cares? Well, Well, Yachty loves pizza. Here's the thing about this is this article from People is way longer than you'd expect from a little Yachty frozen pizza launch. It's a full-on interview back and forth, and it kind of hit home emotionally. Well, part of it for you, Jacoby. Because as a, a we pizza were, professional, we were no, not that part. I don't know if I brought that up before. As a latchkey kid, my mom taught on Wednesday night, so it's just me and my brother, and every single 
time that she was gone, we would make ourselves frozen pizza. Mm. And he wrote in it that his mom worked two jobs. So frozen pizza was a big part of his life. And he ate pizza almost every single day because pizza was such an easy thing to throw in the oven. And I was like, same, little Yachty. Me and you are on the similar paths. Yeah. And so now he's starting his own pizza company. And it's, yes. it's called Yachty Pizzeria. And also he was like, I, I've always wanted to do this, but I got some new management that made it happen. I was like, ooh, shots. I'm happy for him. Like, That's oh, sweet. Shots at the old management. It is, it is a really sweet story. Like, I'm, I'm happy for him that he's pursuing this, yeah. making it happen. That's really nice. One's hot honey and cheddar. He's got a, a, a veggie one that sounds good with onions and peppers and mushrooms and, and olives. Um, I was a big uh, Mama Celeste frozen mm. pizza person sure, growing yeah. up. That is my preferred brand of frozen pizza, Mama Celeste Deluxe. I would do the family size and eat it myself. I like a DiGiorno. Really? It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno, but it's good. And you put your own toppings on and everything? No. Why would I do that? Oh, okay. (laughs) I think originally DiGiorno was just like... um, Oh, like you like make it at home? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, well, now I like the frozen one. Like they're like deep dishes. It's like actually pretty tasty. I'm a big frozen pizza supporter. Me too. I think it's a great thing to have around. There's been a lot of innovation in it. So I, I'm into it. I'm Like, this is just nice. He's pursuing his dreams. I just wonder how many kids, like, how many people are going to be like, oh, little Yachty, I like that guy. Let me try this pizza. Like, the, I think that logic leap is pretty far. <laughs> I, I don't know, though. Like, just look at all these brand deals that people have. And, like, if you're at the pizza store, if you're at the grocery store and you're, like, trying to choose a new pizza and you like little Yachty and you see his pizza, why wouldn't you pick, buy it? Future taste, taste test. test. No, I've got it. And my now new bodega, local one, which also just opened when I got there. Oh. They've got wrap snacks. Oh. You know wrap snacks? Yeah. Like Migos, like lemon pepper chips or whatever. Let's do that for future taste tests. That's some homework for me. Okay, pick it up. You do a deep dive research into how tea companies work. (laughs) I will pick up some potato chips. Deal? Perfect. Got it. Sounds equal. There's one kind of pizza that he will not be making. Never. His his biggest song was broccoli. Yes. Ten minutes. However, he will not be making broccoli pizza. He will not be trading in the broccoli business. It sounds disgusting. However. I really like this one quote about him, though. From him. Broccoli was always about marijuana more than vegetables. (laughs) Facts. I love it. I just am really happy in 2022 someone like Lily Gotti can say that. I'm not even joking. I'm like, this is progress, people. I'm happy about it. <laughs> that song wasn't really about broccoli, guys. <laughs> just FYI. Yeah. Great stuff. I wasn't just hanging out under a bridge in Los Angeles. <laughs> I was doing heroin. Well, I hope not. But, you know, marijuana, all good. It's legal. Um, we are having broccoli, though. Yes, we are. Takes us to our taste test. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. 
See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Producer Mike made us broccoli. He made us the cult broccoli. Cult broccoli. As previously discussed. When I saw the headline, does this broccoli deserve a cult following? I was like, we have to try this broccoli on Food News. I just want to say, it was a deceptive headline because it just takes you to a recipe. There's no like... Yeah, I wanted a story. There's no there's no answer to that question until now. We're here to answer yes. the question. But this is a recipe from Allie Slagle, who is my favorite recipe You love baker. Allie Slagle. I love her cookbook, I Dream of Dinner So You Don't Have To. I recommend it to anyone who will listen. It's like number two in my list of food-related recommendations after La Colombe Cold Brew, obviously. Okay. And <laughs> okay. I, I know this is going to be good because Allie's recipes are awesome. And like, I'm a lazy and cheap cook and her yes. recipes are great for me or like great, but like it tastes really high quality. So I'm really excited to dig in. It's, it's, it's uh, just it's a few ingredients. Simple. Yeah, it's a two-step recipe. You just put broccoli, olive oil, salt, and pepper onto a baking sheet and then you cook it. No flipping. As you mentioned last time. No flipping. Then you add butter, vinegar, and mustard, and you just mix it all up until it's melted. Season it, and you're good to go. Smells great. It smells so good. Mike, Mike thank you so okay. much. The cult part I want to talk about, though. It, I'm going to take a bite while you talk about do it. Do I have to... See, I always just... Mm. With a cult, I always this feel like really a cult good. leader. Like this one charismatic being who then I, I fall in love with and follow and give all my money to. Yeah. Is this... Do I become a cult... Like a broccoli cult person, or is it an Ali Slagle thing? Interesting. I think it's broccoli. I, I just, just based on what I know from Allie's work, I don't know if she wants to be a cult figurehead. If this has a cult following, does that mean that people talk about it on social a lot and like there's communities about it? Is it like a there Reddit must, page? Yeah, I think there's probably like a social community. This is good. It. It's really good. I'm eating all of it. Mm. And I hope there's more. This is absolutely good. I also, want more mustard flavor I want. Mm. A little too sour, too much vinegar. I want oh, I more like mustard. It. Are you blaming Mike or Allie? I'm blaming Allie. Wow. Because I want to be in a fight with you. Oh my goodness. It's okay. I like this honest take. This is the other thing. I needed a snack. I've really, like, I'm in a weird eating day, like, like off schedule. And so okay. this is, like, kind of a perfect you didn't go to four o'clock snack. I did go to okay. Whole Foods. Okay, okay, good. Didn't meet Just my needs, though. Just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. I ordered in a sandwich from City Subs. It was very good. Oh. Ordering in a sandwich is something that I find quite embarrassing, but I had to do it today. Anyway, I'm delighted to have this broccoli. It's really good. I went to Whole Foods a couple of days ago. I was walking around. I was like, this is the Juliet experience, huh? This, How'd is, it feel? this is everyday lunch. I'm like, I can't even find, I don't even know what Julia does here. Which Whole Foods did you go to? The one in my new neighborhood. Mm, was, there a, was there a vegetable butcher? No, there was not. Damn it. So it wasn't worth it. I'm going in for like my fifth bite. I it's love good. this. It's good. I also like. Broccoli gets a bad rep. Only from Little Yachty. Who else gives it a bad rep? Kids. Like it's always like that go-to, like I hate broccoli, like George Bush. You know? Well, what does he know? I don't know. This is really good. I really, really like good. it. I like it too. I like the vinegar taste. Would you join a cult? For this. I liked it before you said for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> would you join a cult? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's a pause there that really got me thinking. I was like, would I join a cult? Maybe. I would not because I don't like being told what to do. But I do think there's a certain kind of personality out there where I'm like, yeah, I can see you joining a cult. My wife is absolutely obsessed with cults. Many people are. And I think if you have an obsession with cults, it makes you susceptible yeah, to, to joining join a cult. Yeah. yeah. I'm always a little concerned about that. Yeah. I'm not that obsessed with them, but I'm also just like, 
I often will identify, not often, but I'll identify people. I'm like, yeah, they seem like the type of person who would join a cult. Like, so. But what about those people in your life that you found out grew up in a cult? And you're just like, whoa. I don't have any of those. You don't? No. I grew up in a cult. You did? Of broccoli. Oh, cool. <laughs> Let's move on to personal food news. Jacoby, Whew. you go first. Okay. This is personal food news. Um, uh, colleague and friend. Yes. Mina Kimes. Yes. Know her well. And Shout I out to Mina. have a text relationship that is 90% based on the Starbucks spinach feta wrap. I believe it also includes sending each other pictures. Yes. So we often will send pictures of the Starbucks, Starbucks spinach feta wrap. We will discuss the inconsistency of it. We'll discuss um, how well it is done. You want it to be a little, you want it to be crispy. You don't want it to be soft. It oftentimes will be cold on one side and hot on the other side. And we both love this dish because when you go to Starbucks and you're looking for breakfast options, there's unhealthy over like 600 calories, which isn't even worth it. Not that good. And then there's this thing that I call the the blonde hockey puck. The, the egg whites? No, those are good. Egg white sous vides are good. I, I rock like those, with those too, yeah. But the blonde hockey puck is their egg white, turkey bacon, cheese, Muffin option, which has no flavor whatsoever. Turkey bacon, no way. But the spinach feta wrap has actual flavor. There's like roasted peppers in there. The spinach gives it a flavor. I put a sriracha packet on top of there. It's only like 100, 200 calories or whatever. And it's fantastic. Going to be discontinued. Why? No one knows. But what I do know is me and Mina are not happy about it. And she has a message for the people of Starbucks. All right, so, like, I don't like to use my social media to tweet at airlines or, you know, that kind of thing. But I will use this platform to say, at Starbucks, if you're listening, save the spinach feta wrap. It is by far the best food item on your menu. You don't need 20 different variations of a frappuccino or whatever. This is the one thing that it matters so much to people around the world SFW Nation. It is perfectly crispy. The flavor is good. The calorie count is low and probably inaccurate, but makes me feel like I'm eating something healthy. (sighs) I don't know what I'll do without it. I had a spinach feta wrap this morning. Because you know I love the Starbucks app. Yeah, of course. It's a great you got me onto it. It's life changing. I will never talk to another person wearing green. It's in my life. I would say it is literally life changing. It is life changing. Mm -hmm. And on that app, it's so easy to use. I got the spinach feta wrap and I looked at that spinach feta wrap and I took a bite and the mix of egg white and wrap and spinach and pepper and the sriracha put on top made me feel something. It was like, How would you when get the is sriracha? this going to go away? They have packets there. You have to ask for them. They do? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wowie. Ooh, off the menu. I didn't know that. They have sriracha that. packets at Starbucks. That's shocking. They kick everything up a notch. Even the blonde hockey puck is tolerable. If you have a sriracha packet, I really hope for you two that it sticks around. Because so, when, especially for someone like Mina, who I know travels a lot, knowing mm-hmm. that you have like a go-to everywhere, like there's a Starbucks. Consistent. To lose that is like really tough. Like I don't know, I don't know what replaces that in in your and Mina's life. How do we choco tacoify the spinach feta wrap? Um, I think you need to find more psychos who have a lot of meals at Starbucks and all start tweeting about it. This is step one right here. Okay, well. Putting on the Extremely Influential Food News Podcast. If you're a fan, tweet about it and tag Jacoby and Mina so they can give you an RT. Two minutes. All right. I'll probably just like it, to be honest. Um, I would never do that. On to my personal food news. I was in Los Angeles over the weekend, and I was like, what are the things that like I really miss eating? Like, what do I need to have? There were three places. 
One, home state breakfast tacos. Oh, yes. So good. I just like... I, God, I those miss, things. miss it dearly. It was oh, so good. The, the, the only thing I don't like about home state is that I like it so much, I end up having three breakfast tacos and some queso. And then it's like 1130 it's, in the morning. I'm just like, it's so I'm going back to bed. Good. This is actually not my personal food news, but aside, one thing they order now, they offer now is a cold brew with co- milk, cookie milk, oat milk, where Whoa. it's like, Oat milk that has had cookies soaked in it. So it has like a little cookie flavor. Oh my God. It was like more of like a novelty, but I was like, well, I'm ordering that. So that was good. Then I also went to All Time, which is in Los Feliz, which was good. And then the third place I had to go, Jack in the Box. I was like, you know what I really need to have? Two tacos for $1.59 from the Jack's menu. And yes. uh, it delivered. Delivers every time, people. That's my spinach better app, but they only have it in California. I've only been to Jack in the Box one time. With me. And it was with you. Yeah. I first got into Jack in the Box for their late Which night Batman did we watch? milkshakes. Um, the Unless... second one with Christian Bale. Batman. So that's Heath the Dark Ledger. Knight. Yeah. Oh. No. The Dark Knight Rises because Heath Ledger was already dead. Oh, so it's the one it with, three, with Annie with and, Annie. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Tom Hardy. Yes. Yes. That was a good one. Yeah. It was, we had a great time. It was time. a really that good was, time. That was our first seconds. friend date. I think I was wearing a weird Ron Artest shirt after like coming straight from the gym, if I recall correctly. And I remember you were like, we have to stop at Jack in the Box because they have these tacos. And the cheese in these tacos is shaped kind of like the taco shell itself. So every bite you get some cheese. And I was like, I really like this chick. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jacoby. Well... New segment alert, everybody. We're wrapping this up with a note from a reader, a listener. Uh, you can send us a note. And what's the email again, Mike? Listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. Listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. Thank you so much to Ben, who wrote in. And Shout I'm just going to gonna read his email. Um, Mike selected this for us. I just want you all to know that it wasn't me who picked this one to read. It was very read. important to Mike that we put the first person that wrote on. He's right. It's very important to me because it begins with a compliment of me. I've been very invested in Juliet's noble quest for the perfect iced coffee solution. Not a compliment, by the way. He said the noble, He's invested, a noble He's invested quest. in your quest. My it's not noble a compliment. quest. I think that's a compliment. Okay. Just the way that you think that you've called every situation. I in the created of Justice Tea, all right? Okay. <laughs> My mouth is super sensitive to hot temperatures, so I drink iced coffee year round, and I've long been searching for the perfect at home cold brew solution. I'm a student and wish I could afford to buy coffee every day. And I recently found one that I love. I, I love that we have a student listening to us, someone younger than us. That's Learning things. Great news. We're teachers. I'm <laughs> a professor means now. that like maybe there's hope for us in the future. There's not. It's called Party Iced Coffee. He's attached photos. And he spent about 20 minutes making a batch this week and got enough coffee for like five days of consumption. One bag makes a whole lot and the taste is so good. I've been making cold brew from regular coffee beans. But let me tell you, there is something special in these beans that make this cold brew smooth and rich and not bitter and so, so delicious. I bought this at a specialty grocery store in Canada, but I believe they shipped to the USA. I love coffee and food and food news, and I hope you'll try this delicious cold brew and tell me what you think. Again, it's called Party Ice Coffee. I like the label a lot. It looks, like an, it looks like an icy from the movie theaters or whatever. Yes. Uh, and it, it's really It reminds great. me of the ice that you buy at a bodega yeah. that has the polar bear on it. Yes, That's totally. the sort of font that it's using. Yeah, and also like a little like Klondike-y. Yeah, yes. It's, yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. It's it, really it's, great. And I, also, I love to party. I'm going to check this out. Party Ice Coffee. Party Ice Coffee. Shout out to Ben. Thank you so much, Ben. We could be reading your personal food news, so please send it in. And on that note, thank Listener you. Listenerfoodnews Listen- at gmail.com. Listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. Thank you to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. And Cooking Broccoli. Thank you to Ronick Nair for also coming in with some video. Catch us on social media. We'll be back next week. 